Welcome to Being a Successful Leader with Carl Welty. Carl is a leadership pioneer with years of challenging leadership and consulting experience. Here's Carl with some valuable insights, practical and proven methods for being a successful leader. Greetings uh, out there. Carl Welty here, your host for the uh, uh, continuing podcast series, Being a Successful Leader. Uh, we uh, have a, a new episode every week. And they run from 15 minutes to a half hour. Uh, they revolve around what I call my three leadership imperatives. Number one being, starting with you, being a successful leader. And the uh, the need to have uh, uh, be a self-aware and skillful leader. And then we move to the second imperative, which is uh, having a sound strategy, both with the identity of your uh, organization, be it organization as a whole or a organizational entity that is uh, who we are or why we, why we exist and uh, uh, what we stand for. And then we move to uh, direction, which is uh, where we're going, what it looks like when we're there and how we're going to get there. In other words, uh, actionable vision and then strategies and actions. Uh, then we move to the third imperative, uh, which is the, uh, having a uh, culture of commitment. So you have a sound strategy, but you got to get people enthused about it. So uh, uh, rather than uh, have a uh, culture of compliance, you want to work towards a culture of commitment. So anyway, those are the three leadership imperatives. Uh, uh, being a successful leader uh, uh, requires, number one, you being a self-aware and skillful leader, number two, a sound strategy, number three, a culture of commitment. Um, the uh, I, I should mention here at the outstart that uh, you can uh, go back and, and catch any of the previous episodes. We're up to 40 now by going to uh, uh, webtalkradio.net, webtalkradio.net, and then uh, go over to channels and then scroll down to uh, the icon uh, being a successful leader, and you'll find all the previous uh, uh, podcasts there to review or, or to hear for the first time. Also, uh, three books I have, a book for each of the three leadership imperatives. You can catch those on Wealthy.com, and you can get a uh, go over and hit uh, leadership resources, and you can get the uh, uh, a brief description of each and how to order them through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or the publisher uh, Ewing's publishing okay um, the uh, idea here is is the intent is to provide you with uh, valuable insights and practical and proven know-how I've been around the the subject a long time the leadership and organization effectiveness team effectiveness it's been a passion of mine I've been fortunate to be able to feed that passion throughout the years through uh, being a being a leader and various organizations, including uh, uh, volunteer organizations and, and trade associations, that sort of thing, as well as large and small organizations. And then also being able to do a, a lot of research and training and coaching and consulting. Uh, so anyway, uh, I've amassed what I consider to be a lot of uh, practical stuff. And that's what I'm trying to do in this episode to provide you with the uh, practical improvement know-how and some valuable insights. All right. The topic today is meeting, meetings, damn meetings. And I chose that title purposely because meetings uh, for many people are kind of a bad thing, something to avoid, my God. Uh, but they shouldn't be that. Meetings can be a very, very productive, effective way 
for you as a leader to uh, work with your group in terms of problem solving, decision making, action planning, that sort of thing. And uh, the problem is that many of the meetings are uh, poorly planned and poorly managed. Uh, and so what we're trying to do today here in this little episode is to provide you with some uh, um, ideas and how to make your meetings uh, more productive, interesting, effective, and uh, what, regardless of the kind of meeting. So that's our goal here today for the next few minutes. Um, the uh, types of meetings, um, there, there are all kinds, right? Board meetings, stand-up meetings, staff meetings, special purpose meetings like for planning or budgeting, committee meetings, project team meetings, ad hoc meetings, etc. cetera. Uh, so all kinds. And what we're going to be talking about here, uh, really, you can use in all these kinds of meetings, perhaps staff meetings uh, being the uh, uh, top uh, vehicle, which we can use these uh, ideas we're going to be talking about today. But all it pertains to all of them. Now, basic considerations regarding meetings, fundamental stuff here. Uh, first of all, make sure there's a need for the meeting. Uh, sometimes things get started and they just go on and on and on without asking the question, do we really still need to do this? Um, uh, purpose of the meeting. You need to be clear about what our purpose is. Uh, the membership uh, of the meeting, the uh, folks attending the meeting on an ongoing basis or ad hoc basis. The timing, you know, uh, how often you're going to do this and how long generally is it going to take. And meeting management, the planning of the meeting the execution in the meeting, and follow-on. Some basic considerations uh, for any kind of meeting. Okay, um, again, I said uh, staff meetings, you'll find this particularly valuable for your staff meetings, but it pertains to any any uh, meeting. And the reasons for poor meetings, uh, again, any meeting, but maybe staff meetings in particular, uh, we can chalk them up as boring, inadequate planning, lack of meaningful participation, lack of continuity, connecting the meetings one to the other, uh, and what Patrick Lencioni calls meeting stew. We throw everything into this big bucket and stir it around and so forth, and then we have important items and not important items and so forth. And uh, the uh, idea that we'll come back to, but the need to separate your operating or, or tactical uh, items from your strategic items. Very, very important. We've emphasized in our this in my book on on strategy and also the uh, uh, episodes we've had to separate in terms of executing your uh, strategy. Uh, you need to uh, pay attention to it, and you need to lead the way and uh, walk the talk, talk the talk, but also have s strategy meetings um, separate from your uh, operating meetings. Okay whether it could be weekly, quarterly, whatever, depends on the, the objective or the purpose of the strategy meeting. But that's very, very important versus meetings too, where you're talking about a, a key strategic initiative that you have, and the next item is the Christmas party. Well, come on, uh, separate those. And another is a reason for poor staff meetings is a lack of uh, group cohesion. So let's deal with some of these issues here, the remedies, if you will. Uh, one uh, practice I hardly recommend to you is what I call team agreements. You'll find this in the Building Commitment book in Chapter 6 on growing teams. And what this is all about, it's not like, a, it's not like the uh, uh, 
identity of, a, of an ongoing organizational entity like your division or your organization as a whole, but it has to do with a special group of folks that get together, your leadership team, your uh, project team, whatever, and um, getting commitments to one another, not about your uh, purpose and everything, but how you're going to conduct each other as you interface. Two parts to it. One is to uh, uh, get commitments around key uh, items, key behaviors that you're going to commit to. And then another is to attach to those commitments, accountability. So how we how are we going to assure that uh, we're going to abide by these? How are we going to, um, you know, control this and, and, and call it out to one another? Uh, it needs to be very, very uh, candid and uh, very, very worth your time. So commitments and then accountability for the commitments. Now, examples of commitments uh, for a for a group, uh, a group that gets together periodically, could be full participation. I'm just I'm just giving you some examples. Full participation could be a commitment. We we need to, you all to, to join in here and and be part of this, not just a bump on a pickle here. Uh, another example of a possible commitment would be being authentic with one another, being open and honest with one another. A, th- a third of, I'm just going to give you four, a third of an uh, example could be constructive conflict. A conflict is, as I've often said in these podcasts, con- constructive conflict is something not to be avoided, but something to nurture. Uh, you don't want relationships conflict, but conflict about ideas, thoughts, plans, that sort of thing. You get better thoughts, better ideas, better plans by b- people being involved and having divergent points of view and then constructively managing those uh, and communicating about those divergent points of view. And the last one I wrote down was preparation. So those are some examples uh, about the group members maybe um, agreeing to commitments around things like full participation, being authentic with one another, constructive conflict, and and preparing for the meeting. You'd come up with your own with your group. And what you want to do with each one is is define what you mean by them. What do you mean by full participation? What do you mean by preparation? Have an operating definition for each and then come up with the how you're going to hold each other accountable. So that was that's number one in terms of remedies for overcoming uh, causes of poorly managed meetings, uh, team agreements. Second one I have is overcoming boredom. Uh, think of, of maybe having a meeting like a Entering some drama into it. I mean, having some surprises, uh, uh, some suspense, the idea of not knowing. And together you come up with a solution or you plan an action, uh, that sort of thing. Like a movie. What makes a good movie a good movie? Well, a lot of it is uh, suspense, drama, not knowing, surprise. And uh, the same could hold true for, for meetings. So folk, what, what, what the problem is, uh, is that... Uh, the uh you want to focus on the current and the and the future, not the past. And so many meetings are just a, a recap of the past. And so many of the stuff about uh data and, and reports and they can do that ahead of time, the team to team uh, attendees, the meeting attendees. They can do that ahead of time. So don't waste time in the meeting going over the reports or make that a preparation requirement. And then they come ready. They're up to date on the report. And you talk about the, the ramifications, the, uh, the implications of uh, the report. So focus on the current and the future, not the, not the past. The past can be taken care of outside the meeting. Um, 
an interesting exercise, and I've often done this in groups I've been a member of or, or headed or just attended meetings, is uh, to track time spent on past versus current and future uh, items in, in a meeting. That's kind of an interesting exercise. You might just do that sometime with your meeting or meetings that you're a part of, and then maybe share the information, having a little courage to do that. So the intent being to make it make it better. Okay, so remedies, team agreements, overcoming boredom. Another one is team tools, having facilitation tools. And this I hardly recommend. And a resource for you here is my growing, uh, my building commitment book and a chapter on growing teams. You'll find at the back of that chapter lots of useful tools. I pick the ones I think are most uh, valuable to you as a leader manager, and you can see them in there. And I hardly recommend you get acquainted with those, use those. And my experience is, uh, is greatly that uh, uh, people like it. It's fun. You're, you're, you're working it out together and each have a role. They're participating as you uh, facilitate uh, this problem-solving, decision-making, interaction planning. So get acquainted with team tools and use them or get people in your group uh, conversant with it and they can kind of head the uh, particular uh, action item up in using team tools. Okay. Uh, now another, uh, we mentioned already, but another, uh, thing to do to avoid uh, poor meetings is uh, separate uh, the operating items and the strategic items and have separate strategic meetings again to, uh, to pay attention to your sound strategy and implementing it. Now another category is planning the meeting. Now, for, for recurring meetings, you're probably going to agree on an agenda and that sort of thing. And periodically review that agenda, make sure it still makes sense and there's a good flow to it and so forth. Here's a, here's a, a kind of a standing staff meeting agenda. Uh, you don't have to uh, adapt this or adopt it, but, uh, uh, it's worked pretty well in many organizations that I've been a part of that I've uh, led, uh, and, uh, others I've coached on. But here's some ideas for you and, and scramble around, change them or ignore them, whatever. So uh, agenda structure, uh, going around the table. In other words, uh, uh, just kind of a quick update. It's kind of like a, a stand-up meeting, you know, if you have those where if you're all co-located or people even phone in or whatever, just a quick Monday morning or whatever, how's it going kind of thing. So quick going around the table. Uh, second item might be important announcements. Uh, if there are any. Um, the third one might be a follow-up on action items. We'll talk a little bit about that in, in a second here. Action items on previous meetings. Uh, so you've committed to do something or assign somebody to do something. As we said before, what the boss inspects, the boss inspects. Uh, so inspect that and bring it back and let's get a progress report. Okay. Uh, the next one in the agenda would be uh, discussion items. <laughs> discussion items. You can get member, uh, in fact, I recommend you get member input in advance, not just you all the time coming up with the uh, agenda. And you can uh, have a, a process where they, they uh, provide you with inputs for the next meeting. Uh, and when you get those inputs, uh, you want to make sure you have them articulate a desired outcome for this item and the estimated amount of time. And then you're going to take their items and your items and then look at the time and and decide how to how to sort that out and sequence them. Okay, the and then at the end of the meeting, and this is important. Uh, I, I 
heartily recommend that you, uh, uh, for your recurring meetings, especially your staff meetings, that you uh, appoint a scribe uh, and you can rotate that role or, you know, periodically. But this is somebody, it's an easy job, but it's an important job. This is somebody that's going to take notes. And what they're looking for is to jot down any conclusions that you guys have made in this particular meeting and any actions to be taken, conclusions and actions to be taken. And the actions would be what, who, and when. So just in a notepad, they're doing that. And then at the end of the meeting, you want to have the scribe uh, read back what the conclusions are and the actions to be taken. And this is a good means of clarifying uh, the commitments here. Is that what we agreed on? Uh, I'm supposed to do what again? That sort of thing. So you want people leaving under false impressions. So you clarify that at the end of the meeting and very, very important. And then, as I said before, start the next meeting with action items, uh, one, one of the top agenda items uh, that uh, you uh, signed into a particular team member. And then another thing in, in, in ending the meeting, besides reviewing conclusions and actions to be taken, is agreeing on communications outside your meeting. Uh, what do we want to tell people, not tell people? How are we going to tell it? Who's going to tell it? Very, very important. Okay, so when these members of your meeting leave, we're all on the same page, hopefully, on on the uh, uh, what we're going to talk about and not talk about and how we're going to do it. Uh, other considerations in making more meaningful meetings, besides the ones we've just talked about, is you want to keep things moving, keep them churning along. Uh, there may be special reports once in a while that uh, that you need to update people or have somebody come in and update people or one of the members update people. Uh, rotate uh, sites periodically in terms of uh, where you hold a meeting. Maybe you go out to the field and have it once in a while out in one of your the members' uh, headquarters, what have you. Um, incorporate uh, site guests, uh, in other words, uh, guest speakers and so forth, and field visits. Maybe go again, go to one of the uh, meeting uh, members' uh, sites, and they uh, conduct a little field visit for you. All right, some of the, some ideas there. There's a lot there for you, and I really recommend that you go back and hear this again if you need to, but those are things that will really work if you follow those uh, guidelines and have product to make productive meetings, especially your staff meetings. And uh, you'll find it uh, more fun, more productive, and the folks uh, will certainly feel that way also. So uh, go for it if you're not already doing those kinds of things. Uh, preview of next episode, next week, uh, continuing the theme of meetings, we go from... Uh, staff meetings and all kinds of other meetings to what I call one-on-one -on -one meetings or not me but anybody calls one-on-one -on -one meetings again heartily recommend it this is where you meet with each of your key associates on a uh, recurring basis and again whatever the timing and the length of meeting fits you and your in your team there we'll talk a lot about that next week and it's a great investment of time uh, a lot of people, well, who has time for it? Yeah, you better make time for it because who's, what's more valuable than spending quality time with each your key associates, your team, key team members here? Uh, and it's a great opportunity to clarify roles and responsibilities, update roles and responsibilities, 
develop people, performance coaching, as I've talked about so often in the past. So highly recommend it. Next week, we'll go into some uh, depth and how to conduct uh, meaningful one-on-one meetings.